0: Welcome to the revolution.
1: Whoa, look at that crazy Andrew. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Signals on the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of serial cereal and sigilite of the flg cereal is if you complete if combined cereal and sigilite at the same time <laughs> and i'm setting mad doc your competitor correspondent kicker how you been
2: dude i am doing wonderful it has been a glorious week i got to play some votan today Ooh. with the miniatures on the table had fun Ooh. and yeah i mean like they're a pretty strong army no doubt um i did that's i did lose but i had a lot of fun but i hadn't really played good. Big boy 40K, you know, I've been playing a lot of kilting recently. This is the first game of 40K I've played in a few months. Uh, I'm going back to 40K full full hog, at least for the next, you know, for the rest of this year. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to, you know, take a little breather. I'm done with my breather. I got some votan painted up and I'm, I'm having way too much fun with him. But right. what have you been up to, Seth? I know you've been busy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been I've, I've been working on some hobby. All right. Uh, you know, as, I think the tech priest is bringing it in. No, the tech priest brought it in our secret. Guest oh, wait, we should
2: probably tell people, we have a competition going on, folks. There is we a cutthroat competition. Seth, explain the parameters of our competition.
1: Well, well, Kicker, you and I are both painting a Votan army, and yes. uh, we're having two categories, I think, that we're, we're being judged on. <laughs> uh, one is quality of the paint job, but also the second is first to 2,000 points. Now, yes. I know Kicker, uh, is gonna reveal some stuff here that uh, th- I, I would say gives him a competitive advantage. A advantage so yeah. I decided to try to catch up by bulk pinging twenty. 20- uh, Bolter Warriors 20. Um, if, is this con-
2: so, are you going with contrast there? It looks like you yeah, got a- So, I've
1: got these are all based in Grace here, and then I did uh, I think it's nazdrag yellow for the cloth, and then I did like a shayish purple and a black wow. Templar for the armor. So, uh, I literally that that last photo where they're black armor that was like 25 minutes ago. So, I, <laughs> I uh, we'll snap a photo, I've been I've been chugging away, trying to get up, uh, get all those done. So I can, I can be ready to move on to some bigger models soon, because as we know, the rest of the Photon range went out on pre-order.
2: Yeah. That means this weekend you can get your, 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 your mitts on the full mm-hmm. range it's a small range but the full range that's uh, the initial launch of OTAN this week You can go, is, that a, up is that a
1: dwarf it. joke small all right.
2: range all right Ah, uh, yes totally totally I am mm. a dad I can make dad jokes guys um, if you are listening to our podcast you should be watching us live every Wednesday night 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so you get these wonderful visual elements you get to see Seth's hobby progress you'll get to see my hobby progress and more importantly you get to jump in chat chat is legitimately more important than Seth and I that is the reason we do this <laughs> so so You've given chat. them
1: too much power.
2: Yeah, too much power. Right, too much. Power. No, but no. Chat really has been very influential in the hmm. the decision making of frontline gaming and also just in our lives. But uh, Seth, your stuff looks gorgeous. That is twenty. Are they? Are you ready to base them? But you, you know, I'm still got to do
1: the metallics and okay. then the lenses. And then the belts and then then it's done. Then it's basing time. Awesome. But like awesome. the bulk of it is done. And now I'm just it, doing the detail stuff. It
2: looks great. And that, that is your infantry, right? You are done now with infantry. I will
1: be I after this I have I basically have enough to run three squads, yep. plus or minus some special weapons. Cool. 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 Cool.
2: Well, Seth, I gotta, I gotta brag. Uh, can we bring in my hobby of progress? My wonderful friends at GW did send me quite a few of the Votan minis, uh, a little while back and I have been busy, busy. Can we show the, the painted one real fast? Is that, no, new? no, let's oh, not. There we go. Ah. There's my fully painted ah. fortress. Uh, it was done actually very quickly. Um, you know, I just wanted to get it on the table ready so I could play with it today. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful model. I really do like the Votan Fortress. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more in a, in a, about this in one second. But uh, do we have a, sh- a little photo of my little decals on the side? I'm very proud. There we go. There's my, my buffalo decal on there. I'm really proud of my, my, my buffalo slash bison themed Votan. Do this was done very quickly. Good. Yeah, it, it, the the paint job is kind of crummy. I mean, it's it's average, it's mediocre, but the decals always help me step up my game a little bit. So so yeah, pretty pretty happy with these uh, guys. Chat
1: asks, "What is your favorite part of playing Votan?"
2: Okay, so in the game today, this is my first game playing Votan. I, I know people like you, Seth, you play a lot of TTS. I, mm-hmm. I really play 40k because I want the interaction with an opponent face to face. I want to get the the cool miniatures on the table that it's like, I, I don't, I can't get my kicks playing on TTS. So I have not played Votan yet until today. Mm-hmm. And my experience was, wow, I'm getting my ass kicked and then after round one, once I had a few grudge tokens on, I'm like, oh, this army is really powerful. And I was able to really make a huge comeback turn two once there was grudge tokens on everything. And then turn two, I basically chewed up easily half the other opponent's army. So mm-hmm. my favorite part is how you can kind of start, you you gain you gain momentum, I guess, right? You, you, you're, yeah. you start off pretty slow, but once you get those grudge tokens on there, you can start to really rip people apart. Once
1: the train picks up steam, you might say? Yes. <laughs>
2: So so that that is my favorite. Part. Well, Seth, what is your favorite part? You played a lot. And more. It's, it's
1: purely it? uh, the ability to say that's a judgment uh, when your opponent does something you <laughs> don't like. That is the reason to do it. That's um, a legitimate reason. That's that's it. If, if you're not shouting judgment at your opponent constantly, are you really playing botan? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm so thinking, so, we're, so we're, I've been challenging our tech priest to a game oh. uh, frequently, and he's 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 dodging me. He's dodging me, um, you. Um, you know, what's and wrong? and, and, right? what's and what's I'm right? I'm worried that he's just afraid uh, to to let me even the scales in our, our uh, rivalry. No,
2: no response from a tech priest. Is there any, any no, response? Gauntlet no, was thrown. He's a, a, sil- not
1: he's a, not a silent a, man in the background. <laughs> All right. So, so
2: we're talking about Votan. We got the Hecton and Fortress right there. Yep. I want to talk about, the rest of the minis for for this new release so let's let's show a photo right here this is the fortress under construction uh so this new fortress is a big kit um now i don't own a land raider a lot of people comparing it to a land raider i think a better comparison is the the primaris executioner it's roughly the same dimensions except uh, taller so it's, it's not as long like nose to tail so it's a little shorter there but taller in terms of i guess height of the vehicle um i uh, i i will tell you if, if we can show you our next photo here it's really it's it's relatively easy to magnetize the turret so i have a good guy there we go I got a good photo you can kind of see how the the two main primary weapons insert into i guess the receiving end there so mm-hmm. you can magnetize it pretty easy but it's not push fit some minis are like almost intentionally designed for you to be able to swap out the turrets this one you will have to get a little creative to, to make it work i um, love magnets you love magnets you love I magnets. Do.
1: Uh, the, I the, magnetized the, my thane's arms.
2: <laughs> That's ridiculous. The, really? Yeah. Oh my God, that's that's dedication, man. Well, um, something I should also really recommend uh, from experience here was the, the wheels. You really want to sub sub-assembly the wheels, just because there's so much stuff behind the wheels, and you do not want to try to paint that. Plus, you can easily just spray paint them black and then dry brush them real quickly and, and call it a day. So the wheel sub assemble the wheels, and the um, I, I guess uh, we should talk about the berserkers too. The berserkers. When I saw them online, I was not impressed. The berserkers just didn't do it for me. But seeing them in person, I am sold. Like the berserkers are way sexier models. Models. Um They are all single pose, though, so that's kind of annoying. There's no way you're going to be able to mix those poses up, which is a little bit frustrating. The cool thing, though, is they're super dynamic. Like they just look like they're charging in to, to beat people up with their Like hammers.
1: they're berserkers.
2: Like they're berserk. uh The other one that we got a cool photo here is the Terminators. The Terminators are probably one of the easiest kits to build. Huh? The Hearthguard. The Hearthguard, yes. Okay. Sorry, I call them Terminators, but yes, the Hearthguard. They are super easy to build. They are also kind of pretty mono pose, but. I don't know. I like the pose. They have a really cool one of like a guy po- you know, holding up his gun and shooting. I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of them. Um it seems like they're really scare, scaled accurately. They're just a bit taller than their basic troops. Um mm-hmm. but they're still smaller than a space marine. Remember, these are dwarves. So even if they're in this, you know, heavy duty armor, they're still shorter than a, a primary space marine significantly. So there's a photo right there you can kind of see them between a guard. Uh they're taller than a guardsman, shorter than a primary space marine. Which and is what they're the, supposed to be just where they're supposed to be. Yeah, well, it, it, they are pretty cute. Like I was looking, I'm like, these are cute little like armor dudes. I don't know. I was, they, they don't look terrifying. Let's just be straight up with that. Right. Um, the Forge Master, this was a really cool kit to build. Um, I don't have a photo of it, but I'll, I'll tell you what surprised me is that all the Forge Master's little assistants all right, were, are on are smaller bases. They're on the 25 millimeter yeah. bases, um, except for the, I guess, the Cog Votan. He's on a 28 millimeter, um, but in the Forge Master himself is on a 32. But I just was not expecting all the other guys to be so tiny, I guess. They are really, really small.
1: They're just little little machine helpers. Little they machine helpers. They are
2: masters, just little man. machine helpers. But yeah, the Forge Master, uh, he did some work, dude. He did some work for me today. I was really yeah. surprised. Like his gun itself is legit, man. Uh, Seth, are, do you
1: run Forge Master in your current list? I'm 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 definitely thinking. of I I ordered one. I'm I'm gonna run it. Um, I don't really know when my next event event is gonna be for me. Yeah. Um, but uh it's definitely in my list right now because it if you're running a land fortress, I think you need to run one of those because there's just so yeah. much so much utility for running that mod. Oh, 100 percent. So much you can do. Heal your stuff, yeah, give it plus, plus one's one's hit, one to yeah. hit. Turn if you're the master with uh master armor, um, turn something into zero damage when it yeah. hits you. Yeah, really, really good nice. stuff. Like, what's that railgun? Zero yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah nothing, right. nothing. Sit down. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about the new Astro Charm. There's a bunch of Astro Charm hitting the world right now. This, this is my Ach-
1: my deep plan is to distract Kicker with Astro military. And
2: and, and and Seth, really, it's it's working. I am already like 100 excited for Astro Charm. Like as soon as I can get these minis, I'm building them.
1: Look at uh, look at that 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 Dorn that Dorne, that, yeah. that oppressor cannon is just. That's a it's lot of spicy. shots. That's a lot of damage, and that's a lot of range.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it T9, looks like it's got an auto cannon attached to it too. So it's
1: got yeah. two turret weapons. T nine, what seventeen wounds is what it says there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. it looks it looks powerful. Um, the the we should probably also talk about the HQ man the uh, that was released the the Lord Solar dude on a horse that I don't know dude very, on a
1: mechanical horse that yes, is painted yes. to look like a real horse. Yes, yeah. Yes. I'm
2: not sure. Okay, straight up. Um I was very disappointed with this miniature. Just just didn't do it for me. Seth, what do you think? What's your hot take?
1: I mean, it's a it's a human trying to look cool in the 41st millennium. I mean, I kind of expect like you go back into the guard range and there are a lot of guard regiments mm-hmm. that are very ornate. Yeah. Uh I'm sure people in chat and start shouting out the different regiments and and that. So, to me, he's if if you had an entire guard army themed like yeah. him,
2: yeah, I would I great. would
1: be in with it. But he doesn't fit with like the aesthetics of the models we're seeing coming out, like in terms of like the new like heavy the weapons platforms, no, no, no. the new tanks. Um, I would say he does go with the the new Rough Riders. Yeah, you kind of um, works with him. It for so, me,
2: dude. It's the helmet, right? Though the weird like sun helmet is just not doing it for me. But look, look. yeah. Oh, what, what, what?
1: How, uh, however you want to show your flair is acceptable. (laughs) We're not going to judge him.
2: Okay, we're not going to judge him. But I'm
1: certain you could do a head swap pretty easily. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm hoping that we could do that. But uh, honestly, dude, if the rules are really good, he's going to be, you know, a fun model to bring. I mean, you know, and especially if you're running Rough Riders, right? Come on, imagine running Rough Riders with this guy spearheading the attack. All right, let's talk about one last big thing that's coming out this weekend for pre-orders, the Slaves to Darkness box. Now, remember, folks, this is a Age of Sigmar box set but the demon prince in there works perfectly great for 40k and that demon prince is sexy
1: yeah i mean it's uh it's a very chaosy looking spiky thing um which if i'm honest i bet you there's some folks out there that can find a way to convert that up into some chaos space marines oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah, or demons um so i certainly think there's some options there and then yeah that demon prince is definitely 40k compatible yeah um i think that's one of the things that draws a lot of uh demon players to the range is to be able to swap between Mm -hmm. aos and 40k with them
2: yeah so that's that's going to be a a spicy new box set up for pre-order this saturday uh Mm -hmm. seth i i you know i i we we don't have the ad lined up but we have a brand new line of marvel crisis protocol terrain Mm -hmm. made by frontline gaming it is amazing we've shown it is bright and colorful it's bright and colorful. We don't have the ad linked up, so you guys can't get all the full fancy photos of it, but it Damn. is. Damn, ouch. Okay, there we Puff. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: <laughs> There's like are still ad, yes. Thank it's you, a, Thank you Tech, Priest.
2: Tech Priest. Look at that magic in the background there. So yeah, this is some pretty epic terrain. It's definitely normal, you know, Americana USA, mm-hmm. modern day. Very
1: aesthetically yeah. in with Marvel uh, yeah. based game. Um, it's not futuristic terrain. It's not high fantasy it it fits that niche very well so yeah i'm um, glad to see you guys branching out into some other terrain systems because i'm sure some of the other games uh, game systems would love to get their hands on that lovely full color terrain oh yeah dude totally i mean and come on
2: legion come on they 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 love their terrain so let's see what we can do in the and, next and few months.
1: don't forget folks if you want to support the show you want to pick up any of the products we're talking about you can always find the link in the show notes here uh that helps support us here at the show and we always very much appreciate it Thank you, guys. Thank you.
2: Uh, let's talk about the Frontline Gaming event news, guys. Cherokee tickets went up for sale yesterday. Yes, this is the beloved event in mm-hmm. Cherokee, North Carolina on the Cherokee Reservation. This is going to be happening February 24th through 26th. It will be a three-day 40K Champs event, so that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, with a Sunday RTT and a Sunday Narrative, and then, of course, we've got a massive mm-hmm. agency with the Sunday
1: Narrative, sport. you say?
2: Yes. So if you don't want to play the 40K RTT on Sunday, you could play in the Narrative on Sunday, and of course you get fully refunded if you do make it to the top cut for the the champs but guys there's also like agent sigmar dude the Age of sigmar tickets are flying like i think we're going to sell out of Age of sigmar before 40k for this event oh um, whoa
1: whoa whoa whoa
2: yeah okay okay okay
1: no no you no do- i have 40k community this sounds like an affront to your abilities and <laughs> in, in fact i feel like that earns a judgment token kicker. A judgment
2: token? A judgment token? Oh, jeez, yeah.
1: damn.
2: Well, no, no. You know, I will say the 40K premium tickets, which we do have a limited quantity from, are almost sold out. So right. that, that right. but those, you know, we only have so many of those. But yeah, that no, gets, the, That
1: gets you the extra event swag, right? That
2: gets you all the swag at a highly discounted price. Uh, Seth, you were at Cherokee last year. What were your thoughts? I was.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, um, I think it's really important to remind folks with Cherokee, and, and I've seen you posting about it. Cherokee really is a drive-in event. Um, yeah. It's meant it's meant to kind of get folks in from the region. Uh, there's a lot of, of major metropolitan areas within a few hours, um, so you can fly in if you want. You're just going to have to plan on how you're making it from that airport Went to do the car event. In Rent a or car or carpool with some friends. Yeah. Um, so so keep that in mind. But it is definitely worth it. Uh, the casino is is a very nice facility. It's a very new facility, um, and the actual event space that we're in is pretty actually. I wouldn't, it's not detached. It's all one building. You can walk from end to end inside, but it's it's separate enough from the casino. The rooms are separate enough. There's restaurants that are separate from so like if you don't like the casino vibe, yeah. you never have to go in the casino. And, and that's uh, and
2: specifically if, said that's because of the tower that we, our room block yep. gets, right? So they yep. do have a, the two, they have like three towers. Our yep. tower happens to be the one tower that is yep. not in the casino. So and it's by definitely, the definitely,
1: if you want to get that, that, that peaceful vibe, yeah. uh, you want to make sure you get the room block with us because yeah. uh, that'll help you out. But uh, we had a, my wife and I went, we had a great time. I'm, willing to, I, I will definitely be going back. Um, and I'm willing to bet that she will turn that into her, uh, vacation, uh, birthday weekend trip again this year.
2: It's literally Um, five miles from the Smoky mountain national park. So so it's a
1: fun little town. Yeah, Yeah. It's a, you know, bring your senior from the other bring the kids you know let them go wander around and explore some very nice scenery while we nerd up all day <laughs> yeah. um and then i i have, have you told them what's happening in the evening at the event
2: no but let's do it let's do it right all now right. Seth. let's do this guys at night both on friday we, we 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 posted a poll a little while back some of you guys might have mm-hmm. uh, been attuned to it and we took that information and That Friday night and Saturday night, we're going to be doing family dinner in the hall, so that you do not have to go to town. You do not need to go battle the crowds in the resort. The resort is packed; it's it's a very popular resort. You won't have to deal with any of that. You can stay in the hall after the world dice, hang out and chill. Exactly. You don't have to get reservations. You hang out with your buddies. There will be freshly cooked food by the chef just for our hall. Friday night will be barbecue and southern sides in the hall, and then Saturday night it's taco night in the hall.
1: And last year in the hall we had we had like a little meet and greet Mm -hmm. um, with some hors d'oeuvres, and then they had breakfast in the hall both all the mornings and they had lunch in the hall and it was good it this was, was the
2: highest ranked uh, food we've ever done. People yeah. love the food at, at Cherokee. And it was also way cheaper than anywhere else. So so anyway, Cherokee's a fun event. You can go there. You can hang out. You don't have to worry about food because you can just stay in the hall. And you'll be totally covered. It's legitimately probably the best food on the reservation in our hall because we're working directly with the chef. And you don't have to wait in
1: line. And it's way cheaper than anything yeah, else. It's, it's it's very affordable. Um, and I, I remember getting some massive biscuits. So I, I kind of I like that idea because always. All right. Kicker. I love you. I I know. But I absolutely hate the uh, endless debate that occurs at the end of the day of a game of 40K about where the group is going to go to dinner. Mm -hmm. And then you end up with like a group of like, 15 to 20 guys and we're trying to find a table and the restaurant's like 20 people. Are you kidding us? Like you're going to be waiting for like three hours. And you're
2: having to catch an Uber or the restaurant closes. Always,
1: always, always a a nightmare and just blah. Um, miserable. So, I, I personally, I like the idea of just being able to like, hey, I'm done. I'm going to grab my food. I'm going to hang out with my buddies. And then if you can hang out and eat, hang out and chat with everyone, you want to go get some drinks and do some stuff later? Cool. Yeah. If you want to just keep hanging out in the hall, keep yeah. hanging out in the hall. We'll keep um, the hall Kicker, all- I, yeah. I think something for, I, is a first for us Shoot. tonight. Tell me. Uh, there is a super chat for us tonight. Oh, no from, way. Thank, thank Mr. you. Mr. Antonio super chatted us. I don't for, know. How do we interact with the super chat? Explain well, this to me. Well, uh, I just saw it pop up in our chat. Our, yeah, uh, we say thanks. That's how that's how we interact. Antonio, the,
2: thank you. If you he, see he us, didn't an event, ask a
1: question. So if he wants to ask a question, he can
2: ask away, Antonio. And if you and see I'm, us in an event, I'm we'll give you a chat, big hug. Yeah. We'll give you some custom dice. We'll give you stickers. I don't know. Thank you so much, man. That's really really yeah. much appreciated. Uh, Seth, monitor the chat. See if Antonio wants to ask us any. I'm, I'm f- keeping and on and as personal. is the tech priest. Awesome. Thank um, you, tech priest. Guys, let's talk about one other really important thing. This is the 2023 calendar. We pre- showed this off last week. There it is in all its glory. Plenty of events to keep you entertained throughout the entire year next year. So after Cherokee, which is in February, we are going to have the Rocky Mountain Open, the brand new event Mm -hmm. in March. And people have been bombarding me about this new event, asking when can we get tickets? When can we get tickets? Tickets for the RMO, the Rocky Mountain Open, which will be taking place in Denver, will be going on sale in December. So, guys, that the events in March, the tickets will be going on sale in December. That event will be pretty limited in terms of number of tickets we can sell, just because it's a first year event. And we're being a little more conservative in terms of the venue space. Set. Right. What is happening on the FLGN? Nothing. Nothing.
1: Nothing. Come I'm on. Kidding. Come on. I'm kidding. Uh, this week uh, on Grim, it was a fantastic Um, uh, I tuned in <laughs> like, for a bit. It, it was. I. I just. I love the dick-asodes. Um, Hearing those dulcet tones <laughs> on the Dickasodes are great. I think it really elevates that show. Um, I, I really, I really hope to see those guys try to. Uh, try to capitalize on the momentum he gave them with that that beautiful episode so go give them a watch um they talk about all the the drama and the the memes of the community um we got the thursday show coming up um it's actually kind of becoming a slower uh, time of year but i know there's a big event going on over in the uk coventry uh mm-hmm. so they're definitely gonna be covering that so check that out there um and that's all that's going on with the network this week kicker do you want to maybe introduce folks to our guys guests in the back we
2: group? have a an esteemed guest tonight he is legendary in the community you definitely know him and if you don't I oh, haven't met him in person yet. You've seen his artwork because mm-hmm. guess what? He is the number one artist in the community. This is Thomas Goatboy Reedy. Thomas Goatboy. We're just going to refer to you as Boy because it's awesome. There we go. Hey, Go goat. Say hi to everyone.
1: It's <laughs> yes. a hot mess of a room. It's all right. Here, I'll, I'll move to try to block some of the mess. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and block <clears> up the in <throat> the room. The oh, place. crap. him! cut off. So, so, so,
2: so, Goatboy, before we go into an in-depth segment here, you know, learning everything we need to know about you and the hobby and art – We got to ask a very important question, which we ask all our guests when they're on the show for the first time. What is your single favorite sugary breakfast cereal? You will be judged uh, very intently. All right. So
0: pure garbage cereal. Uh, Yeah. I will take – there's a local uh, H-E-B that's in Texas. Yeah. Their Mm -hmm. Frosted Flakes uses uh, uh, sugar canes, like sugar. Yeah, yeah, like real sugar. And it's the best (laughs) fake Frosted Flakes you could ever have. They are amazing. And it's garbage. Pure that, that is
2: awesome, and and it's beautiful that you mentioned H E B. For those that are not in Texas, H E B. is a mm-hmm. regional grocery store chain that is that is like um, it's such a good chain that outside grocery store chains really can't compete. It's hard for them to compete against H E B. in Texas. I mean, you don't have a lot of I, I don't you don't have that many Albertsons or Safeways. It's like H E B. No, no, they,
0: they took them out. They basically no. kicked them out. Depending on the area, and so like H E B. is central to San Antonio. Yeah. So for where I'm at, it's perfect because it's what I'm used to. Yeah. But, uh They make they make good stuff and there we go Frost Flakes are good and then, sadly, uh, it's like a mix between honeycombs and corn pops. Those are my two <laughs> other go-to crap cereals. The answer I is think.
2: corn pops. I, I've already done the the scientific research on that. For the funny, answer is I, corn pops. I, I, I corn pops too. get slimy. No, 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 no. But but they get slimy, honeycomb slimy. Kicker. Honeycomb is missing on actual taste. The texture is also deceiving. Honeycomb
1: <laughs> is a good dry cereal.
2: <laughs> it's like, okay, yes. it is a good dry cereal. Yes. I'll give you that. You but eat
1: it as
0: like as as, as a, uh, a chip not, replacement. Yeah,
2: yeah. As yeah, a yeah, chip replacement. As a chip replacement. As a sugar. But but go good boy. I got to tell you though um HEB's cereal game in particular is really impressive. I have I I'm I'm guilty of having gone to Texas. We're about to
1: do a tier list of grocery stores. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to admit
2: that I have driven to Texas and on the way back Brought no less than twenty boxes of He Brie branded cereal because you can't get <laughs> all that that cereal. Like they have a Dulce de Leche, which is I guess they're to the Latino market. Like uh, that is like a Dulce de Leche cereal, which is glorious, like just glorious. So, so yes, you you definitely chosen wisely. Let's get into the real heart of this discussion. First of all. Goat Boy, can you give us a little background? I mean, tell us – we know you as the guy that does a lot of the 40K artwork, and now you are officially the front. – you're part of the Frontline Gaming family. You are our resident artist that's going to be doing all of our poster artwork for all of our events and all of our other little special things that is going to be getting announced over the 2023 season. But how did you get into this world of 40K? And more particularly, how did you become the artist that is known the in goat
0: the community? Artist. So I started in two, second edition, like the very oh, second damn. edition – uh, I played, I remember buying my first chaos box that had a metal Abaddon in it. And, uh, I glued my uh, legs together by super glue, by gluing all the metal parts, of the old metal dreadnought. Um, and then I played for a little bit about three. I left when I got out of college and then my, uh, ex-wife didn't like me to play the nerd game. So <laughs> then I got divorced and I came back,
2: <laughs> kept the hobby, um, got
1: rid of the way, yeah. Yeah.
0: came back and forth and I've been playing since, uh, Art-wise, so, art wise, so I've
1: done Would you say started- that you Tom Brady'd your ex for 40K? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: earlier you saw my wife go, so she's like, yeah, she deals with this hot mess that is my room. And <laughs> it's more than this. There's a table out in the living room that's full of stuff too. <clears throat> One of the front line tables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It never ends. Did but, did uh, she
2: that- know about your hobby um passion before when you got before you got married? Oh, yes. Yeah. Seth, what about you? Did your, your, does your wife know about your, your, your hobby, you
1: know, love? So I didn't hobby when I was in college, Um, like a lot of folks, I took a break then. And that's when I met my wife, but um, my wife actually, I graduated a year ahead of her in school. So I had a year where I was living on my own in Baltimore and I went haywire with the hobby that year. And so when she came up to visit, she was like, oh, (laughs) So this is what you do when you have spare time and money because um, when she met me, I was like in like the busiest time of my, my like veterinary education. So it was like, I I don't have time to watch TV or eat or sleep. So, you know, having a 40K hobby wasn't happening during that moment.
2: Um, goat boy, got, got to ask you then, man. So you, you're, how did you get into the artwork side? I mean, obviously, are you an artist by trade? Have you, do you, have you always been an artist or as a kid? Oh, like. Yeah
0: that was my, uh, my degree is an art. Oh, no way. Um, Yeah. Not that I don't, I do computer stuff now, but my degree was in art. And then I just kind of continued. and I always drew, I always did stuff. And then, uh, I picked up around 2000, I think 2008 is when I started writing for bowls and I drew at that point. So it just kind of continued off from there when I would do little, um, you know, way back in the day, they used to do those, um, fan-made codex stuff for, like, everything mm-hmm. else. And so I did a lot of artwork for that. Oh, cool. And that just kind of continued on there. And then um, what I got with you guys is because uh, I knew uh, Reese and Frankie and so we got, and they asked, hey, can you do some stuff for us? i like, sure, I'll help you guys out. You know, I like you guys. I'll help you out make sure everything else. And that's continued down that path. And then, like, I was drawing on uh, army bags during events and all kinds of stuff. And it just kind of exploded up from there. So. Cool. There's a bunch of old people with like a bunch of marker bags that I drew all over their uh, arm <laughs> bags, or, yes, all over the place.
2: So, so is that your Those like collector's your items now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> collector's <laughs> items. I just don't is have it,
0: time to draw when I at event because usually an event, uh, I'm hustling to try to make sure I do something in the event, and that I usually didn't have time beforehand. I was uh, when I played a lot more. I was much more. Uh, my games are very fast. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, actually, talking about hustling at events, can, can we just you, you can take your own horn here? I mean, you were pretty. Uh, you know. Yeah.
0: You did pretty I did, good this I past did. weekend. Yeah, I did good. I went to the Kansas City Open, the GW Open, um, and I proceeded to uh, – I haven't – I think I took an army that I've played twice. And, all right, uh, all about, right. Um, seventh out of the uh, overall. So I, I went to day – Good I job. Top yeah, six, number two. And then I got beat up by Manny. <laughs> yeah, that uh, happens. And, and then uh, a demon player where I did not roll safes very good.
1: Now, now I Thomas – can I ask you a question? I believe I've seen uh, you do some commission painting as well. I do, that's my other thing. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not just an accomplished artist in, in and drawing player, armor, and player And a drawing. You are you are an accomplished painter as well. I do.
0: I paint if you there's a sty- I have a specific style and people like it. Like uh, I'm looking, I'm staring over to my left, and there's a uh, Emperor's Children Army that I'm working on. Um so no, far you, the box- you
1: can put that in the trash. We don't need that yeah. in the community. Yeah. The, bo- the, the box
0: the box has thirty noise marines.
1: Yep, just straight. Is there a trash can in the room? That, just yeah, show It's it all painted. That. I can't
0: throw away now. It's painted. This That's part that's painted. I still got <laughs> right. more. It's insane.
1: So much.
0: Well, I don't know who that client is, but yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: support Emperor's Children.
0: I play Creations of Bile. That's what I play this
1: week. Okay, you can also put that in the dumpster too. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that army. Oh, God. I, would, yeah, I have s- so s- much PTSD of playing Combat Orcs into Creations of Bile. There's just <laughs> no win in that. I want you to think
0: about how worse. Minus mine thirty possessed and ten terminators.
1: The, the <laughs> joke. Thirty creation of Bile terminators uh, two weekends oh, ago. It was just like my and like he went. He had turned one. He just walked in the middle of the field, and I was like, "I'm golf orcs. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything about this." It's like I, I, you like. Hey, do you want to fight? I want to fight too,
0: but I also always get to fight.
1: <laughs> I always <laughs> fight first and fight on death, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't do either of those." so uh or, or but orc math says you just go punch them i you tried know. i did try it just didn't punch hard enough
0: but it was a yeah it's a pretty uh it was a pretty nutty like i would just i'll be like well i'm coming over here and i'm gonna go get
1: your stuff i'm gonna steal your candy That's, my <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's what i did how the, how uh, how appropriate for post halloween
2: discussion? yeah right perfect perfect so, so is that your i mean it looks like you play like evil dark stuff in general is that your kind of passion there are you a chaos dude
0: I've always been Chaos. That's the first army I bought was Chaos, and I always go back to it, whether it's anything evil. I will dabble in good guys every once in a while. I do have a Marine army. I do have a Grey Knight army that's actual Grey Knights. Alrighty. It is the fourth Grey Knight army I've painted. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, I, I painted a. I painted one. Um, I, I painted a real one. I painted an evil one. I painted mm. a blue one, and now I painted a silver one. Oh,
2: nice uh yeah, goat I, Boy. i'm seeing here in chat someone's asking the name goat boy where does that come from
0: so this is uh i worked at a comic book store during college and i had a goatee because you know as a kid leaving high school the first thing you grow is like some kind of goatee of some sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah that uh, or plan, sideburns
2: isn't? sideburns yeah i was a sideburns guy oh, I, yeah. I had
0: them both i had sideburns down to here okay, and good. I had good team. just making sure yeah and he goes like <laughs> you covered hey, all hey, your bases all right exactly exactly and my my uh, and it was just like this part here so my my buddy goes you uh, says uh you got to go to, you look like a goat, you're goat boy. And I just, I just kept with it. That's and common. I would write that as my name for art and I just kept with it and I never let it go. And so it's a lay, it's like a super lane. And I did come from a ranch where he had goats and sheep. So, you know, it made I, sense. so I, I knew about goats. I knew about sheep stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I made goat jokes.
2: So Seth, I mean, I have to ask him, goat boy the, do you paint stuff or draw stuff that's not 40 K related? Cause I know that we all see your 40 K stuff cause we're in the 40 K community, but like you're accomplished artist, You've got a degree in art basically like, like you've been doing this for years. Do you actually paint non 40 K stuff?
0: I don't really, I've painted D and D miniatures. I've painted um, some of the stuff people ask me to do stuff like that. And then illustration I've done D and D stuff. I've worked on, uh, I worked on a movie, worked on a, a TV show, oh, worked wow. on some education stuff. Uh, I don't know. Do you ever see the movie A Scanner Darkly?
1: Um, no, but the name rings a bell. Yeah. It's, a, it's a
0: rotoscope animation with like Keanu Reeves and Robert yeah, Jr. Be before cool. became Iron before he did Iron Man.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I did help do that one here in town. Uh, oh. I worked on a Law and Order episode that's really terrible art. So uh, I <laughs> have to go find that one. That. Got it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's uh, if you ever do you ever anybody ever watch Criminal Intent, yeah. and have you ever watched a lot of this Criminal Intent yeah. Law and Order. I mean, episode?
1: don't worry about being embarrassed about your past, like work because trust me Steve Joel has some some interesting past work that we yeah. could we could always embarrass him with
0: it's it's if you go find it it's so it's like a there is good art in there because I use it for a comic book studio yeah but I, mm-hmm. I drew this uh, guy who um did bad stuff to people and he did bad cartoons and I had to draw the bad cartoons so, <laughs> like just like drawn bad nothing bad in them they're just drawn,
1: yeah, drawn poorly, just drawn, poorly. Gotcha.
0: all right so, um,
2: well, let's so, yeah, talk about the stuff that you've drawn that is, you know, gorgeous and amazing. In, in the past year, you've done all the Frontline Gaming artwork. What's your favorite one from the 2022 season? The favorite piece? I mean, like, I I, I know Seth probably's got a favorite. I've got a favorite. What's your favorite? Okay, I'm just going to say my favorite straight up, dude, was the uh, Guard one, the, the Lone Star Open one. I loved that artwork, too.
0: I like the colors on that one a lot because they're so, they're pretty bright. I always have a, a soft spot for anything LVO. So yeah. um, the Sammy Davis Jr. was one I did a while ago, and I always liked that one. And I like the new one that's coming up for this next season. I like the the Elvis Necron makes me laugh. Yeah, that's good. So that's one of the ones that's always a it always is a a a, a, love, a nice one. And then I liked actually I liked the uh, Cherokee Open from last year. The crazy uh, bear, oh, yeah, yeah, that the was bear really one. Cool. That was another really solid. Like th- that one hit and was done like quickly. <laughs> and it, yeah, it went it went really well. Um, and I think the colors were just good. Like it was like, these colors are good. I don't have to think about it at all.
2: Yeah. Uh, Seth was showing up his sticker from the, uh, the Cherokee open last yeah. year. Seth, what was your favorite?
1: I mean, like, it, is it, does it have to be last year's? Oh, it doesn't have to be last year's, but it can't Cause be. One I, I really like the, the Votan Cherokee for this year.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. The Votan Cherokee one is so yeah. good. So that's the, the if, for those of you that haven't seen the logo yet for t- a 2023 Cherokee, you know, it's in the mountains. It's in the Smoky Mountains. Dwarves like mountains. It just seemed like a natural fit. Uh, what, what did you think of that Double one? Double
0: Axon. Yeah. yeah that, oh, that I like, I like that one. That one was, uh, that one came out pretty quickly because we were talking and we're like, we can do, I forget what we were talking about. I was like, either I can do some kind of like bear riding thing with Bob and you're like, what should do a Votan. I was like, okay, that sounds good. And that one. I think came out in the ink pretty quickly and it looked pretty good. And we just tweaked a few things and it was just done. Yeah, and like, dude, you,
2: you no put fight. up with a lot of shit. For those that don't like work with me but they just see me at the events. Uh, I, I push people pretty hard, you know, on, on all ends, whether they're suppliers for products we're trying to sell at the events or or, or guys like Goat Boy that are helping me get the events done. I, I can be annoying as hell and I just am very grateful that you put up with my crap because you, you you got you got I needed I needed a logo like in four days and boom, you got it, and it was gorgeous. And you even t- Tied in the, the bear motif because it's in the Smoky Mountains where they have a lot of black bears, and the Votan's got a black fur bear, you know, arm on him and on the belt buckle. And I don't know, dude, it came out really, really well. Do yeah, you have, anything?
0: That was, Do you have that stuff? Was the better ones for sure? I thought that was pretty good.
2: Can you show us? I know that you were showing me one earlier today that I got all excited. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps talking about. It was a really, really cool one. Seth, check this thing out right there. Look at this. Look at this. This, this is like, like notepad here. This is not even digitalized yet.
0: There yeah, so this, this is for the. Um, the next Texas one, oh, so so, so I took some uh, predator motif because we want to do that, and there'll be yeah. the uh, Texas flag over there. There you go. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's so badass. That's so that's badass. I can see the
0: shape of it. So that will come up, and I'll probably color it. I don't think I'm going anything this weekend, so the good chance will be it'll be done this weekend.
2: Cool, cool. Yeah, do, uh, we, we have, do you mind if we show off the Rocky Mountain one? Uh, yeah. No one's even seen the Rocky Mountain one yet. It's it's brand spanking new Rocky Mountains in March. It's our next event up. Uh, Tech Priest, can we bring in the, the Rocky Mountain Open logo? There we go. Boom. Seth, I think you're going to appreciate what?
1: this. Week. What? What? Yeah. It's an orc on a squig. <laughs>
2: yeah oh
1: my god yes
2: yes so so uh the rocky mountain colors are there they're an orange and a blue with some white uh and yes that is a orc riding a squig through ideally this crazy winter (laughs) yes
1: squigs time has come (laughs) Um, all right all right rock uh uh, rocky mountains midwest it's March. Not I mean, so it's
2: like, it's West. I guess it could be kind of West. Midwest. I mean, it's kind I, of I'm, it's my Colorado. Western
1: orc players. Do you hear me? We have to win this event. Okay. <laughs> an it has an orc it. on it.
2: It has an orc on it. Uh, Richard,
1: Hilton, get in there.
2: <laughs> Richard's in Utah. This is a drive for him. Uh, I mean, find? a short drive for him. He can take it. He can take it. Yeah. Uh, Goat boy. And I'm going to see this live on air right now. Seth, you're witness to this guys, because. Because not for one year, but for two consecutive years, orcs have won SoCal. We are taking off the Eldar for 2023, and it's going to be replaced with an orc surfing. What? Yes, there we're doing it. Let's so do we had Eldar surfing for two years. The time of the Eldar is over it's at done. SoCal. It, it,
1: it is the time of the orc.
2: It is the time of the orc for 2023's. Man, orc. why couldn't we have announced this in October? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't. So, yeah, right. Wasn't um, on that. <laughs> All right. Well well uh, Go Boy, if you don't mind, we'd love for you to stay on. You are a competitive player. You are very familiar with the community. We're gonna go through the competitive scene right now. Seth is gonna lead that. And we'd love for you to chime in and give your thoughts. All right, sir. Sure. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Seth, you wanna take us into the world of competitive 40k?
1: Yeah, before we get into the ranking, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh some some recent occurrences in the in the community. Um clocks clocks and it's okay it's we we saw if you watch the the past uh weekend at the kansas city open there was uh, some some big name players that had some trouble getting to the end of their game and they they, they it would have been helpful with a clock so and if, um or, or just to be clear clocks were not used at that they event. were not they did not have chess clocks and i i this was i'm i'm riffing off a point that grim made um which is you know You, you and I are playing a competitive game, uh, Thomas and I, you want to make sure that each of us have an equal share of time. You can come up with a billion different ways to try to do it. But at the end of the day, a checks clock is just the easiest and most fair way to make sure we each get our time that we each get the chance to play our game. Um, and I know this has been a divisive subject in the community for a long time. There are clocks in the ITC code of conduct that if your opponent requests one, um, you can use it. Um, but I, I feel like at this point, like – the people that are against it in the community like we just need to embrace it it's not it's not bad like there's a stigma that like if I ask you for a clock like I'm like um, Thomas I'm asking you for a clock because I don't trust you it doesn't have to be a stigma it's just I, I'm going to make sure I don't take your time um, when I play Horde Orcs you better want me on a clock because you don't want me doing crap on your clock um, so I feel like at this point in the, in the community we just need to get over it and accept that if If you're gonna have these these top level plays that getting through the full five turns works, then just put a clock on the table folks
2: Go boy, take it away what do you think man what are your what are your
0: thoughts so I've never needed a clock. I usually finish in two hours because yeah. if i'm I'm gonna drag your ass over the uh, finish line if I can help it yeah <laughs> because uh you know i will uh you know I'll make you know I pay enough attention during the game to make sure watch on it. But I've played with it a bunch of times, too. And so it doesn't bother me either way. I find um, that, uh, you know, I'll, being slow played out of your time is probably the most frustrating thing I've had in a game of 4K. Like, the worst game of 40K I've played, and I've played for all these years in competitive 40K. And I've only had really one bad game that I would consider a bad game against a friend of mine I, yeah. who took too much time. And I There's, lost out of getting the top eight of LVO because I only got to two and a half turns.
1: Yeah, The a game ending without going to the full the full five turns or six turns, depending on your edition, it just always leaves you with that "what if." Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's clear. Sometimes you're getting shellacked, and you're like, "Look, I know what's happening. We're done here." Yeah. But whenever you get one of those games, you're like, "Man, if I just had another turn," it really always just hurts. Um, so it, I think they're just a good call. So I think, I just I think we do embrace him. I just,
0: yeah, I just think it's one of those things that, uh, especially at the upper, upper levels of play, as you're getting into the closer to the, uh, either yeah. the, or the end rounds, it should just be a part of it. Um, just to eliminate that because there are some yeah. bad factors where people are uh, taking too much. time. And
1: I, I've seen plenty of events that after a certain point in the event, they just say, okay, after this point, all undefeated players are on a clock. just it's and it depends on the size of your event where you make that cut um i understand it is a resource that if you're demanding players use that as a to you should provide but the reality is most of us have clocks they're fairly cheap there's clock apps for cell phones Mm -hmm. um they're pretty easy to use so as long as you got some juice and a a connection you can download it so it's really not that out of reach for us as players Mm -hmm. And, and guys,
2: at all frontline gaming events, we do have a, literally a, a bucket
1: of you clocks. Yep. Yep. And so if you, ever, you, if you yeah. ever have an issue, you can always just walk up front and ask the judges it's, for a clock and they'll be happy to get you one.
0: It's the same thing of like, uh, um, I've always been fine with active judging. yeah. Because uh, I was like, look, if I mess up and I mess up because I'm stupid, I yeah. want to know that I mess up because I'm stupid and hopefully I won't mess up any further. Um, I always just see it as a way to help prevent some of these... Uh, Uh, maybe prevent some of these issues that blow up later on on there. Just like the same with clock where it's like someone took so long. Are they, you know, rolling out there? You're just trying to circumvent this stuff and it makes T.O.'s life easier. It makes the event not look like it's not knowing what it's doing. If,
1: If you call, you know, Adam Solis up to your table and it's 10 minutes till dice down and you guys are in round two, there's no way for him to fix that. No, uh-uh. there's no way a judge can say, Hey, you know what? There are a couple hundred other people here waiting to play the next round, but we're going to hold just yeah. so you guys have enough time to finish your game. We have um, to stay on time. Yeah. So it's, it's, you, you put it if you're not using one of those clocks and you get down to it and you're, you're in a tough that's position, your, the judges can't really help you. You know, they can't say, you know what, if, you know, you call them early. Um, If you're feeling like, you know, if you don't, if you start a game and you're not on a clock, it doesn't mean you can't start a clock mid game. You're like, man, we're getting really behind. Let's get a clock and split the remaining time to make sure you get done. So,
0: and, I, and I'm only calling Salty John. I'm
1: not calling anyone else. I, yeah. want I mean, to yeah. be fair, I uh, I like Danny. Danny and I have a good <laughs> judge
0: preference here. Judge, you know. I only really want the judge that likes me.
1: Uh,
2: well, uh, we'll, yeah. well, guys. I mean, if you, we have a really good chat right now, uh, if you're in facebook on twitch on youtube tell us your thoughts i mean we're paying attention do you guys Uh, like clocks should clocks be a lot of a lot of
1: pro clock chat i think there was one question uh from uh alex about how long does each game take um depending on your tournament the rounds are between three hours or two and a half hours so you're looking at you know if you're an even split of of an hour 15 each for deployment and playing all your turns um which seems like a lot until you like get on the table and start playing. And then that that time can chew up if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So, you know, but having that clock there to, to remind yourself, hey, man, I got 50 minutes left and I got four more turns to play. I need to move this along.
2: Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm a talkative asshole. And so if, if, if there's no clock, I just talk and want to get to know my opponent. And I'm like, oh, geez, you know. Side so the story clock time. keeps me in check so that I'm like, oh, we're focusing, we're
1: focusing. Side, side story time, about, and it involves clocks. Oh, okay. um, there was an event in Atlanta a couple of years ago, the, the uh, Pro Tabletop Open. And uh, round one, I get paired into Matt Root. And Matt is a, a previously a big orc player. I'm a previously big orc player. We were both playing Space Marines at that event. We just geeked out about orcs for like an hour straight. Didn't deploy a model, nothing, just talking orcs until one of the judges came over and was like, gentlemen, is everything okay? And we were like, yeah, why? What's up? And they're like, it's an hour into the round and you guys haven't deployed a model. Um, and the judge put a clock on us and was like, you guys got to get going so you can finish the game. Um, we did. We finished the game in time, but it was, you know, it's easy to just start chatting to the guy across the table and lose track of time. So. But we literally lost an hour of that round. Jeez, and but I just talking orcs and joking around. So anyway, well,
2: was good to- a good topic though for the night, Seth. I appreciate yeah. that, man.
1: Let's get into the ITC recap for the week. Tech priest, if you do you have it, right? Tech priest, you're not the tech priest. There we go. There, we, there go. we go. All right. Number one is Jack Harpster. Number two, Vic VJ. Number three, John Lennon. Number four, David Galar, and number five, Thomas Ogden. Now, kicker. I have yes. learned an interesting fact about the top 5 of the ITC. Okay, please tell. Would you believe that every single one of these gentlemen is a content creator now? Wow. Yep. Wow. Obviously, Jack and John yeah. are on Art of War. Vic and David actually have their own show, uh, 40K Fireside, uh, which is a nice little chill chat. And then uh, Thomas Ogden uh, over with Death or Glory, Death or Glory Group just started doing their own weekly show. So I mean, you have uh, to have a podcast. Yeah, I think, I think, you, I think, I think, 10, you know, right? and even if you look like, yeah, w- top 10, you, you should be doing it. But, yeah. you know, certainly top five. If you're If you're in the top five and you're not creating content, I think we actually deduct ITC points at this point. Yeah, is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah no, no, that yep, is yep. that is law.
1: That is official law. All right. Moving on down to the hobby track. Our number one is Matt Aaron. Number two, Jacob Thayer. And number three, Andrew Gagno. I have a typo in my notes by the I way it says that says Hanyo. Hanyo I almost on, said man. it I almost said it but I, I got would, it Andrew I got you it, covered number four Aaron Kelman number five Dean Pritchard Goat Boy then, do
2: you participate in the hobby track are you are you you know do you come with full fancy battle boards and stuff trying to showcase your stuff at, at events I know you're going there to roll dice and kick ass right
0: I want my army to look good enough on the table to feel good on it um, I never really pushed enough into the hobby track I don't know why yeah <laughs> I think it's, um, when it started getting going, uh, I had kids and then that kind of made me not think about it. So I've thought about it more and more. Um, I saw some names I'm familiar with and friends with on
1: there. Um, so uh, I don't know. I why believe I don't we have a uh, number five, Dean, in chat. Oh, he's, hey, uh, Dean's preparing his nids for, for LVO. The dots are coming for LVO. He says because <laughs> um, he's got that coconut crab scheme. Oh, that's yeah, that yeah, yeah. dot pattern—it's really nice. All right, let's get over the AOS uh, competitive track. Our number one uh, is reigning L- uh, Lone Star Open AOS judge Gavin Grigar. Also the winner of the AOS yeah. Kansas City Tournament, so good job. Nathan and Gavin.
2: he won last year's AOS ITC overall, so oh, Gavin's he's on deep. a roll. You guy guys got to try it. to
1: dethrone Gavin over there. Yeah. Uh, number two, Anthony Tretinelli. Number three, Jeremy Visier. Number four, Richana, And number five, Thomas Guan. And then heading on over to the AOS Hobby Track. Our number one still is Robert Snyder, number two, Ricky Fisher, number three, Nick Garcia, number four, Anthony Trentinelli, and number five, Matt Beasley. And that is your ITC recap for the week.
2: Woo-hoo.
1: All right, chat. Now is the moment to throw in all of your lovely questions for Kicker and Boy and myself, if you have any. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts for the evening, gentlemen?
2: Well, first of all, I want to say, GoPoy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, You are privy to knowledge that few people are aware of. My co-host also knows, because we're already preparing for next week. Guys, if you're listening right now, like, turn off everything else you're doing. Don't think about anything, but just listen Mm -hmm. closely. Guys, next week, the biggest news ever since the creation of the ITC
1: will be getting released from us. uh, That's that's a mighty – Yeah, I know. Because – I mean, I think it's pretty good news. Kicker, if if I'm correct, the LVO was created after the start of the ITC. Is this bigger than the LVO? I mean,
2: this is really big news. This is going to impact the competitive world. Bigger than the LVO. I mean, the LVO, I mean, this is pretty big. Okay, so this is some of (laughs) the- biggest. I I
1: agree with you. I know what it is. (laughs) It is bigger than the LVO, certainly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's- that's quite a statement. It's
2: it's going to really impact the competitive scene as we know it. Go boy has been putting up with my nonsense, asking for him to get the the, the logos ready for this. Uh, Seth, you've been uh, you, you know you've been letting me bounce ideas off of you, and, and of course Tech Priest Rich, uh, you know we've been all working on this to prepare for the formal announcement next week. So stay tuned. Uh, we will not discuss it on this week. I I see some things in the chat. We're not talking about it tonight, guys. Wait till next week. But it's big, big stuff. Seth, do we have anything else in the chat that we need to address? Though. That is not uh, there's
1: there is. is some speculation about possibly a kicker-branded cereal oh, being crap. announced or a competitive <laughs> cereal eating uh event. I mean, uh, we, oh. we can
2: definitely have that. There's no reason why we can't have competitive cereal eating at the LBO. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be very much in favor of that.
1: I mean, I feel like that's a it's a Friday night event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Whatever night the bar crawl is, not that night. <laughs> yeah, we don't need people like consuming a large amount of milk. <laughs> and then going to the bar that's not a great idea yeah
2: yeah we'll, we'll stagger the two events the the pub crawl and the cereal eating yeah don't,
1: don't combine those two hmm. mistakes hmm. could be made all right well i think that's everything we have again thank you so much Goatboy boy for joining us we really enjoyed having you on the show thank you audience for joining us in chat it's been great thank you tech Priest, for keeping everything running in the background um kicker any final thoughts now No,
2: guys, really excited to see Cherokee taking off so well. I mean, the tickets have been available for about 24 hours, and it seems like Cherokee is going to be massive for 2023. It's a
1: good time. It's a good time. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night.